everybody gets drunk and crazy and then they find out that the cure is water <laughs> so they basically <laughs> hydrate <laughs> Captain's Pod, Stardate 82, 83.1. Welcome aboard the Starships Enterprise, and thank you for joining us as we take a brief short leap from the world of cinema scenes to explore the universe of Star Trek. I'm your Captain Ian Whittington, and with me as always, rumour has it, she is the woman from Venus. It's Ambassador Danae. Wasn't that a book? Was it? Girls are from Venus, boys are from Mars or something. Y- yeah, I women, think so. Women are from Venus, men are from Mars. It was very controversial. Yeah. I mean, I'm not referencing that book. I'm referencing data. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I like that better. And also that makes more sense because this is a Star Trek <laughs> uh-huh, podcast. That makes way more sense. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you. Good. How are you? Amazing. Um, I am ec- I'm really excited. I kind of woke up this morning knowing what episode we're going to be doing today and like felt like a kind of a wash of relief because we're going to be doing a few more TNG episodes and it's a bit more lighthearted. Picard was amazing, but it was very heavy. And like very end of the universe and where we were all kind of worried ish is everyone going to make it and what's happening here and is this going to be enjoyable or not and i love that we're just going to watch a bottle episode of tng that is a bit quirky and why we love tng so how do you feel about moving from picard back into some tng i'm nervous about it because i hate tng so much you know i don't believe that i think you should do a different show (laughs) uh I I'm excited. I, I'm I'm I am a little bit like I don't know the plan entirely, which I don't have to. So last time we dub, dipped into TNG, it was because we were doing like a almost like a character study on data mm. headed mm-hmm. into the next season of Picard specifically. Mm. Knowing that Picard is done, and if we're dipping back into TNG, I don't I don't know. Are we doing ran- random ones? Like, what? What's the inspiration for the one that you picked? I guess is my question. So the inspiration was this is one we've talked about a few times. So the episode we're doing today is the Naked Now, and we've mentioned this a couple of times in passing. Um, there's a couple of reasons that will become apparent that I don't want to give away for why I've picked this episode, but part of it was a big shift this week so this is one of the more whimsical episodes and it's a little bit goofy and it's a bit fun and i just thought it's a nice contrast from the heaviness of picard but the goal going forward is to basically do some fan suggestions and then the Mm. big like tentpole episodes i want to show you some like as we've done this for the last 18 months now i'm getting a feel for what aspects of tng you're remembering that you really liked and a lot of it is data a lot of it is picard a lot of it is wharf A lot of it is like Beverly being in command and strong female figures. So I'm zeroing in on the stuff that you really like about TNG. And then I want to pull out those episodes and then show them to you again and get you to revisit them. Because I'm like, I'm pretty confident you're going to love them. Um, So I just have a better barometer about (laughs) about what it is you love about TNG. And you must love it exactly the same. Um, But yeah, a mix of that with fan episodes, um, fan suggested episodes that you can send to us on Twitter, um, email uh, captainspod at cinemasins.com or on our lovely Syncord Discord. Discord! Um, this is good. And that'll keep us going until Strange New Worlds on June 16th. So, yeah, we've got like six weeks of TNG and then we'll get into Strange New Worlds. So today's episode you're expecting me to like because it's something that I've liked before? 
No, this one, I have no idea if you're going to like it. This is, I picked this specifically because it's so wacky. Um, and there is one element in it that will be inspiring to you and it will make you go, oh, that's where that comes from. Oh, but okay, okay. overall, the episode is just a wacky one that I just, I can't wait for you to get a reaction on. So the cool. title is The Naked Now. Let's have one big prediction for what happens. What do you think like the overall episode is going to be? And then one oddly specific prediction. Okay. My broad prediction is this episode will be about nakedness somehow. Making a note of that. I actually am going to make a note of this because we always forget to do that. And my specificness about it being involving nakedness mm -hmm. is that it's fruit based. <laughs> you know how like sometimes you have like naked fruit where it's just the derinded fruit. So this is going to be mm -hmm, something mm -hmm. where, you know, maybe there's a fruit that causes problems uh because it's not because it's rinded it's a rind mm -hmm. fruit and mm -hmm. then when you remove the rind the problem solves itself somehow so we're 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 there's a metaphor in there somewhere we're nakeding the fruit it isn't it is impressive how 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 big the swing from accurate to inaccurate that was in the space of a couple of sentences that was amazing mm. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. glad to help Thanks yep. for, yeah, glad to help, yeah. Well, with that, let's head to the holodeck to get naked, and we'll see you in 10 forward. Two to be out. Welcome to 10 Forward, the part of the show where we grab a drink or something from the replicator and share our immediate thoughts and feelings on the episode we just watched together. Most important question first, what would you like from the replicator, and why is it data? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh it's just alcohol. I'm just gonna drink alcohol yeah. this episode. It doesn't matter what. Just get drunk. Yeah. This this is an episode where we should imbibe some things. I wanna get some edibles from the replicator, which you shouldn't mix with you no, shouldn't mix with alcohol it's a terrible at all. Idea. So you do the no. alcohol, I'll do the edibles. So I do I like I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. But I want the alcohol that specifically makes me very, very temperature hot. And yes. then also horny hot. Sex so is hot. that like a yeah. specific brand of alcohol? Tequila. <laughs> tequila. Okay. Yep. I'd like tequila. Yep. I think that's most. Uh, yeah. No, I think beer won't do that. I think spirits and wine will. But yeah, I, I would guess like a Red Bull and vodka would probably would probably do both of those things. But yeah, yeah. Tequila would be great. Right. Give us, okay. a, give us a synopsis, Ambassador. Am I really continuing to do the synopsis <laughs> for this yes. stuff? It's way more fun than me doing it. Why? Way more fun. Synopsisize us. Uh, okay. In this episode, Data and Tasha Yar fuck. No, they don't. What? What did you watch? <laughs> didn't we don't know. We didn't see it. We didn't see any entry of data ports. Oh, and in this episode we learn why people don't like Wesley. Yes. <laughs> we do. That turns kind out, of sums it up. Turns out it happens real early in the series. Super early. <laughs> And it is repeated episode after episode after episode. Wesley gets the ship out of trouble and shouldn't have done is basically the, the summary. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole ship gets drunk. So you have questions. You have thoughts. This is not drunk. This is not drunk. This is this is drugged, right? Like, yeah. Is this the 80s version of what drunkenness is? Because yeah, this is the 80s this TV is, version. Yeah. Nobody was drunk in this episode. No, 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 no. Okay. They were just that happy. Was, they were very giddy and happy and acting like a four-year-old. No, they weren't. They were acting like 
teenagers i guess yeah 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 this was more like a rebellious teenage angst uh i don't even know what it, it definitely wasn't drunk though <laughs> unless my personal experience with getting drunk and going places where others are drunk is mm-hmm. really just I don't know. different. Yeah, tipsy might be a better word for it. Like that, if you could stay in that in between phase of being like liberated but not completely broken. Um, I think people skip to broken a lot quicker. Everyone on the enterprise was kind of stuck in the kind of goofy phase. Yeah, I. It was. It was a. I feel like. I feel like. So some people got really warm. But like got sad. Like Jordy in this episode gets sad. Okay, for, mm-hmm. blah. first of okay. all, the synopsis. The actual synopsis of this episode. Yes, is that they wanted to redo something very similar to something that happened on the ori- the Enterprise, the yeah. original series, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so this was kind of like their reinvented version of that episode. Mm-hmm. Was that actually an episode that you saw? Yeah. So it's called okay. The Naked Time. Um, and exactly the same thing happens. They bump into. I think it's a actually a. a not a starbase, but it's like a research station or something that's on a planet. They all get infected. Sulu gets topless and runs around with a sword. Um, <laughs> that sounds more like drunkenness, honestly. That happens. Um, everybody gets drunk and crazy, and then they find out that the cure is water. Um, so they basically <laughs> hydrate. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking funny. Yeah. D- drink water, you dehydrated bitch. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and then they, oh just, put, they decided it was. What was interesting is that Gene Roddenberry went into this saying, like, we're not going to have cameos, we're not going to have callbacks. Episode two is an immediate remake of an OG okay. series episode. So, yeah, it's an odd choice and it does so, get criticized for that. So, the idea is that, that there's something in the atmosphere that uh, through water can impact biological creatures of yeah. some kind. It gets transmitted okay. via sweat. So it's this complex water molecule that makes you feel drunk. And it infects by touch. So as everyone's touching each other, they are passing along this virus or whatever that takes away their common thinking, I suppose. Um, and then they just get more and more and more into this drunken party vibe, yep. which on the ship that they're going to go investigate has turned into them doing stupid shit like fucking with the temperature controls and freezing themselves, launching themselves into space. Yeah. Um, being blown into space, but Not also sucked. just being blown sexually as well. Yes. Which is it's just there's so Big old much. Orgy. Big yeah, old just orgy. Orgy. Yeah, yeah. There's literally underwear draped on things in this episode mm-hmm. to indicate and fruit, by the way. So I was right about my prediction. Wait, was there fruit? Thank you. Where was the fruit? So the there ambassador was... made a prediction that there would be nakedness in this episode, we'll give her that, and that it would be fruit based nakedness <laughs> and that fruit would be peeled. I'm calling it on the ground in the corridor of yeah. the ship that they go on, mm-hmm. there is a very spiky looking fruit. And I feel like it's a, it, yeah, I feel I like my prediction win. came true. You win the I predictions. Nicely done. Um, So through transference, Jordy touches mm-hmm. a frozen person, yep. brings it onto the Enterprise yep. where it begins to wreak havoc. Yeah. Uh, and this is where things get confusing for me because I feel like it's like a mystery episode. Like who, what's going on? Mm. How are we going to solve it? Which is great. Don't yep. mind that. But it impacted everybody in very different ways. Yes. So to back to my point, Jordy turns into a sad Jordy, mm. where he's just very warm and very sad about his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, Wesley just turns into more of his annoying child self. Yeah. 
another engineer turns into a child and plays with <laughs> chips on the floor. Jim. <laughs> Some of them just immediately get horny. Uh, mm-hmm. And there really doesn't seem to be. Oh, and then there's Riker who picks up Deanna mm-hmm. who wants to do like mind meld sex stuff with Riker. And then he gets infected and he gives it to Beverly. And before Beverly even begins to. So Beverly gets feels her like sh- she gets impacted by, it. but mm-hmm. Riker he just doesn't he doesn't seem to be bothered by it at all. And I would assume incorrectly that if they were gonna sexify somebody, it would be hot Riker turning think? into like sexy man and having a big orgy in his room. But that didn't happen because they gave that role to Tasha and Data, who goes does the spank bank boobadabit, and then when they're done, he is now infected because he has pores too. Okay. All right. He's a guy too. And and then he, but they're all still functioning. They're all still able to like, like the doctor is still able to doctor and yeah. the, they're all, but it's there's a little bit less cognitive, but it doesn't, the virus doesn't do the same thing to everybody. Nope. So I just can't believe it's like drunkenness. So you've described, and maybe I've just been around more drunk people being English. <laughs> you... <laughs> You've just described all of the different types of drunk people. And I'm not I'm not even being funny or exaggerating. There is the depressing drunk who has like a glass of wine and is like, hates the world, everything is horrible, I hate it, let's go home. The really like uninhibited drunk that's like, I can do anything. I'm gonna get a doctorate. And then I'm you gonna have, become like, the, captain of the starship. Right? You've got the one that has the super high tolerance to alcohol and kind of Keeps the crew together okay, so and gets Riker. them back home. That's Riker. Okay. Okay, he's, in, okay. he's not the designated driver. He's the designated taxi caller. So he'll okay. get everybody from <laughs> club to club and then keep the flock together and get them home. There's always the two people that are like, you know what? You guys only ever hook up when you're drunk. You hate each other when you're sober. You hook up when you're drunk. That's Beverly okay. and Picard. Okay. And like, and then you have the regret fuck when Tasha turns and completely right. rejects Data. The, the pair that you're like, huh, that's a weird match, but I guess it's the office party. So that happens genuinely this makes total sense to me this is exactly how the drunk people in my life acted okay so it's just different types of alcohol different metabolism uh people in just people metabolize things differently um and this but the to to bring it back to like what the episode was about the idea this is supposed to be a way to show us the motivations the desires of this new set of characters so Geordie uh, is driven by his eyesight. Tasha is driven by a traumatic upbringing where now she just wants a new family. Yeah, okay. I know. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Okay. We can- yes. Okay. No, no, no. You know what? Continue. I'm yep. going to try to hold that thought. I'm going to try to hold that thought. I'm with you. I'm with you. A fuck trauma. Yeah. You know, like fuck trauma, trauma fucking. Yeah. You know? Okay. All right. The, it, it happens. It, people <laughs> interact with it however they want to interact. Sometimes that's the answer. Um, And yeah, it's, it's very kinky. So like, I'm just telling you. It's a little bit. But it was gentle. Because she anyway, sorry, I was anyway, talking about it. Yeah, um, <laughs> d- uh, yes, yeah, so, Diana, Diana's desires, Riker's desires, Wesley. This is what he wants to do. This is what's driving him. So the only person we don't get a motivation from is Worf because Klingons drink <laughs> so much that they don't infected. get infected. Yeah, it doesn't affect them. No one touched him. I guess no one touched him. Yeah, and that's a good point. Nope. And no one um, touched the chief engineer either. No, very true. Yeah, no one touched her. Chief engineer for one episode, by the way. <laughs> she was great. Bye. Loved her. Hope you didn't. Um, never see her again. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was the idea behind, behind the episode. And then just do like a little callback to, to TOS. This episode is, a, is really just introducing, uh, like, 
this episode is the perfect thing to show people who are brand new, like a brand new business adventure, right? Like a, a brand new. So, so you go and you launch a business and you hire people, you bring them into the conference room and you have them watch this episode. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. The yeah, idea okay. being that this is the best slash worst, not sure which way to unify your crew. This is what this this is why we don't do company parties. Yes. Would be the title. <laughs> this episode is why. Of this meeting yeah, no that we're Christmas having. parties. Yeah. yeah. This is why we never, we, we're, as a brand new company, our, our policy is there will be no company parties because we don't need to know each other like this because this is what happens. This is the, this is the TNG Christmas party episode. It, it really is. This is the TNG Christmas party episode. And it's bold to make it because obviously Encounter at Farpoint was one episode. It's pretty bold to make it the second episode ever. Like, here's your crew. They yeah. fuck. <laughs> it was really interesting. I had to remind myself uh, pretty early on that this is the essentially the second it episode. Is. Yeah. Or the third if you because the Encounter at Farpoint was a two part. Weirdness. Yeah. And I was remembering back that we didn't really learn slash meet Jordy too much no. in that first kind of couple of episodes. He was too busy a with Key, weren't we? Yeah. So for them to sort of focus on going into these character traits mm -hmm. of the crew is really clever, especially for someone like well. Jordy. Yeah. Where you're like curious, like what's going on with his eyes? Why is the visor? And to get that sincerity from him as well of I just want to see like, yeah, I see better, but I want to see normal. I want to see things this really is a great episode wait so i was this was my next question do you like it did you like oh, yeah, the I episode loved it. Yeah? Oh, yeah well yeah the more i think about it too because i think it's super clever to make an awkward memory for the entire crew right at the beginning <laughs> right isn't it like that's a great bonding experience it's like it happened it's not our fault Kind of we're just gonna this pretend this didn't happen yeah but you know we now know very intimate things about every character mm -hmm. um and I didn't know what I was in for when I started watching this. I had no idea. We went in with no context. I gave you no brief. I gave you nothing other than the episode title, um, deliberately. Um, and that's why I didn't want to give too much away about why I picked this episode, because it is deliberately an introduction to the main crew cast, cast members with their barriers down, with their shields off. And here's what's... <laughs> Here's what's driving them. We set up the Beverly and Picard romance. We set yep. up the Tasha and um, Data backstory that Data refers back to multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of interesting setup in this episode. And of course, the woman from Venus. Captain Picard, security! Oh, yes. Data's I was like, what? Limerick. Yes, because she was shaped like a penis. Security! But the captain cuts her off. Yes, this had so many fun little beats in it. Once mm -hmm. it got going, I was very distracted. Like, I was distracted by the performances a little bit because I'm like, what was the instruction? Was the instruction so clever? Like, hey, you're the sad drunk. And yes. you're the child I, drunk. It has to have been, I right? So. It's how I would have directed it because it is, like I've said, all of the people that you find in a group of friends on a night out. It's it's so perfect. <laughs> I really, I really did. There was a lot of memes that I saw in this that yes. I recognized. That Data, whenever he like oh. goes to lean over and falls over, when he like shows up it's back so on the bridge good. and he's like kind of swaggering and the, the way Brent Spiner holds that lean, 
and just so hit good. the deck. I die. Growing up, I died. Well, I watched this episode way too young, but it would be for that moment. I didn't care about anything else. I was like, rewind the bit where Data falls down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. There were so many awkward things, confusing things, but I think that it did what it wanted to do. Yeah. As an episode from a writer's perspective and from a content and universe world building uh crew establishing mm -hmm. vibe i think that i would maybe watch this going well that was unexpected and then you need to tune in the next week to figure out how are they going to recover from this but this it's more episodic than it is oh we forget sequential. about all i'm amazed that yeah. even that data even mentions that him and tasha did a thing like that and data and uh, uh picard and beverly having an on and off thing is about as much as you're going to get out of TNG for sure. I I was uh I was so I was distracted by it, but I think I would go back in to kind of learn. Okay, so we've seen them all come together in episode one and two. Now I'm watching episode three, and I'm just curious, who are they really? Because this mm -hmm. isn't them really. This is now them humanized or not even humanized. An episode like this tears away your intellect, your strength, your whatever archetypal characteristics that you're giving into your individual characters mm -hmm. it strips that away and it flips it around but to do it so early we still have no context except for the first two episodes as to what would be normal so having seen picard so rigid in episode one and two yeah. and then seeing him really rigid in this one losing control of his ship and then giving into the quirk in the way that he does, uh -huh. I imagine he would play that so differently, give like season two, season three or whatever. But we're so early in his character that I was so like, who, who is this Picard about? again? Uh-huh. Oh, this, this is, is this Picard. So this when when people say Picard as in like this Stardust City Rag, when he's dressed as the Frenchman and he does the crazy thing, when they're like, that's not how Patrick Stewart acts, that's not what Picard does. I refer you back to episode three ever, my friends. Patrick Stewart does this shit. Picard does this shit. It's just like, I just, I don't know what the complaint is. Yes, it's not the stuff that we see every single episode, but he can be goofy. He can do it. Like the, the, the scene between him and Beverly. Whereas like, I came <laughs> when I, I came in here and I called you Beverly. So of course, naturally, you responded by calling me. <sighs> what what am I doing, doing here? What and, we, and she's like, little, oh, I've got this thing in my hand. Yeah. The little hop that he does as he goes into <laughs> sick fake hills. He's like, gonna get fucked. <laughs> yeah, there gonna was get a, some crusher. As he let loose after that initial moment, mm -hmm. scene to scene to scene, and he kind of like got even a little bit let go more and more and more. I really was enjoying his performance and it, it really cracked me up. Like not now doctor. <laughs> now that one was like, Oh my God, that was intense, was intense. but I kind of loved it. <laughs> She's like unzipping her uniform. I'm like, yeah, go Bev. My favorite Beverly Picard interaction was after Beverly has realized she created the cure. And so she, and she says, um, here, take this to the others. And he goes, okay, Bev. <laughs> and she yes. goes, and she just is like little awkward salute thing. <laughs> and I'm like, that was fun. This is them. And he like, he spins on his heel and it's just like, is it an eye roll thing? Oh, it's so great. Yeah, he was having a fun time. That was delightful. And mm -hmm. I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. But again, I think I just haven't been around enough young people to have fully been mm -hmm. like, what, what is, what what is we, happening? What are we doing? 
happening. And I think people, I think fans get stuck on, especially at the time, got so stuck on, oh, we're just doing a call back to TOS. Even in the 80s, there were nostalgia phobes. Um, They forget what the episode itself was trying to do. And maybe the writer should have been aware of that and found another way to do it. But this makes so much sense. It even sets up Wesley for the rest of the season, genuinely, as Mm -hmm. a boy genius that is so in in touch with technology and a little bit obnoxious but kind of comes through and saves the day i do have a question about uh about wesley he had a line that i was confused by and i wanted to get your opinion on it because he says Mm. it pretty early on and i wrote it down so hold on while i find it hold on one minute please hold wesley says he's talking to jordy after jordy originally disappears and then he appears with wesley and Wesley's messing around with his tractor beam machine thing. Mm-hmm. And he's expressing his frustration with not being able to go to the bridge. And he says, quote, there's nothing there I don't understand. The mm-hmm. way that he delivers it was, there's nothing there I don't understand. Just like that. Oh. And I don't know if he's meaning there's nothing there I don't understand because he's a genius. Or there's nothing there of interest I don't understand why I can't go onto the bridge. So the difference is there's nothing there I don't understand or there's nothing there, comma, I don't understand. Correct. <laughs> and I, based on his performance, <laughs> I couldn't so tell funny. if he's like bored with it because no. like, I don't know why I can't go on the shit on the bridge. It's not like there's anything interesting there. I never thought of it that way. Him, I think the show, I think the show is saying he's so much of a genius that it's not like going on the bridge would confuse him. And by the end yeah. of this episode, that is again more strongly which way i lean because he has this really genius moment the drunk genius Mm. apparently um which by the way if he doesn't become an alcoholic because it just enhances his genius (laughs) i i'm super smart when i'm drunk uh so he said but when he's in engineering and he's commandeered the ship and now he is trying to take his tractor beam and turn it into a repeller Mm-hmm. and use that to buy them a minute of time the engineer says i'd have to spend x amount of time just even testing that theory mm. and wesley's response is well why can't you just see it in your head mm-hmm. and this was a really clever way again of kind of showing that this character is just a genius and he can see the way to do a lot more than mm-hmm. just any he's normal person yeah, yeah, he's a prodigy. So then he's over there just beep, beep, boop, boop, boop on the machine. And then he creates this stuff and, and pretty much saves the day, honestly. Yeah, and that, it does get explored much deeper. It's not just that he um, is super duper smart. There is a, an element of he is a prodigy and super, super duper smart. They explore that a lot, lot more. And they clearly had that mapped out from the beginning. And yeah, the him saying, why can't you just see it? Like, it's so easy to him. And it's like that obnoxious thing of a really smart person person trying to explain a math problem to you and it's like why don't you get this you moron and i'm like because i'm not as smart as you i'm (laughs) I'm not smart (laughs) yeah um so yeah i i this is one of the episodes i unapologetically come back to because there's a lot a lot of fun on fun in it there is a lot of tension towards the end where they leave that 
sun fragment to the very last second and there's a few layers of tension there's data like i love watching data do fast things that always hypnotized me when i was younger yeah him tapping mm-hmm. away really fast him putting the chips into the into the thing and then suddenly like he gets the hypo spray and then gets faster um love that and then overlay that tension with wesley trying to figure out how to buy them a little bit more time as well mm-hmm. it's a great climax to the episode yeah yeah uh chat points out that wesley is saving the day not so much um as he's fixing the problem that he yeah. created and that's a really good point yeah he did he did this <laughs> i love when um reich is like oh the, the the fragment will be here in eight or nine minutes is that enough time and then it's like nope it'll nope. take slightly longer than we have just a little bit more time <laughs> so We're casual fucked, but yeah. i'm just gonna stay here doing this thing Still that i'm do doing <laughs> i thought that it was clever that they have the sped up camera and the mm. normal tempoed music so that it all seems like it's still mm-hmm. going at like our pace it's always fun to watch tng for me and i, and I say this a lot and i'm sorry if i'm repetitive i just really enjoy watching how these shows were put together many moons ago you know like seeing their version of like the corridors on the old, on the other ship and the technology that they put out or how that they put the um the tractor beam thing on screen Mm. i kept thinking this is lasting a long time and then i realized oh it's because this would look pretty fucking cool when it came out you know back in yeah i thought the same thing because i was like we're not doing it the same way that we're doing it today like right when we're doing a cinema scenes video we can pretty much tell them hey could you do this and they're like yeah no problem in the 80s it's like this is new stuff this is really cool so i can i can see why they why they held it um yeah yeah and then seeing the graphic of this you know red star thing that's going to explode and so i I really enjoy watching how they would portray uh the sci-fi-ness of it all Mm -hmm. but i did find it sinful a lot because i still feel like there are things that would be done so differently yeah logically Uh but it's logic based on my logic that i have in like 2023 (laughs) so it's hard like like for example, uh, can I skip to a sin? Well, should we just get into the sins? Like Let's I think skin. I've said That's everything. Fine. Yeah. Um, Hold on, let me try to think of it, and then. But before I do that, I should go back through my notes and see if there's anything else I enjoyed. Um, I think we already mentioned it, but another one of my favorite parts was um when the the teetle teetle fingers of the of Captain Picard, which is one of the memes I was mentioning. Like when he <clears throat> waves oh. goodbye to Beverly and does like the little. There was like I think five different memes in this. So That's obviously amazing. this is an epic episode, and I really loved that. Truly. I loved seeing the origin of the Tweedle 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 Fingers. Mm-hmm. There it is. Nice and surprising. Yep, I thought you'd like that. It's used in a lot of trailers as well. The other one I'm not going to mention, because I'm going to make that my quote. Okay, sweet. Okay. So yeah, I'm really, really happy that you liked that episode. I was a little bit nervous when it started, because I think the first like 20 minutes is a little bit slow, a little yeah. bit slow to kick off, but when we get to all of like the shit being ripped out of engineering and just everyone going haywire it's really really fun Um, it is fun and you get an origin for a lot of character shit right with that there are plenty of fucking sins Mm. let's head over to engineering to take apart some isolinear chips (laughs) battle stations everyone let's let's not do that we're not supposed to do that warning warp core collapse in 10 seconds this is the part of the show where we re-engage our sin brains, remind ourselves that no TV shows about sin, even our beloved Star Trek. You first, Ambassador. Okay, so here's what I was talking about a minute ago when I was saying that there are some things that 
uh, I just can't get past in 2023. Mm-hmm. But then I also don't think I can get past it within the TNG sphere. <laughs> yep, so, good. but then again, I'm thinking of TNG as it develops, not as it started off. Fair. If you put someone under quarantine, how do they just get to wander out of sickbay? Oh, my biggest sin of the whole episode. Nobody's like, quarantined. There's no force field keeping him in place. There's there's nothing. You're just going to let someone wander around. Like maybe she wasn't as concerned about some things early on as she obviously was later on. But Crusher, there, there's literally lock the door. At least so, lock the door. Right, because like if you're in quarantine, not only should you not be able to get out of sick bay, you should be in your own little bubble office as well so that Beverly doesn't get infected. I think at the beginning of the episode, she's so convinced in her hubris that this isn't a disease, this isn't an infection, because the transporter will have got rid of it, that it doesn't matter. Like There's no way yeah. that Geordie can transmit this to someone else. But I agree. still, it's like, just in case... Yeah, I agree because she was very casual. I kept thinking like, wow, she really isn't gearing up for no. any there's a there's a real confidence that this character has in the yeah. safety of her environment that mm-hmm. I don't have. <laughs> no. But she does. So strongly. And, and maybe it's a commentary on leaning too hard on technology, but it is I mean, they should have just as soon as it started to spread through the crew, start beaming them to sick bay. Like you know where they are. They have yeah. com badges. You don't even need to search for them. Everybody Beam go them to up, your room. Quarantine uh, them. Just continuing on with the whole quarantining should be something yeah. that in Put this in time of life, <laughs> you you should know how to quarantine. If we yeah. can do it. You know, we 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 quarantined. You would think so. If we can do it. They can do it in the future. But then at the same time, this was in the past because when it was made. So it's weird. But also, Danae, we don't get the episode. If, if the disease doesn't spread, we don't get the episode. Freaking transporter. Got the transporters in on this resources. shit. Use your resources. God. I mean, on the transporter note, Picard says set the transporter to maximum decontamination. Why yeah. isn't it always set? At ma- you know what? Minimum decontamination. Let's get some. And if if maximum has a detrimental effect, never use it. It's like we can't use that every time because it slowly dissolves your organs. <laughs> Hyper transporter. Yeah, it's kind of like how we're not supposed to go into the uh, CAT scan machine too much. You know? Exactly. Like- not too many x-rays. You're going to build up a just yeah a certain allotment in your lifespan is and really just try to stretch them out yeah is, is best i have transporter cancer which is something barkley would definitely believe in bless him mm-hmm. yeah that made me laugh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i think i want to send just Riker hearing that data is super great at stuff and has been in some books and shit and he's like hey i want you to do a search for times when people Decided to take a shower with clothes on. Yeah, vague as possible. So vague. (laughs) I was... (laughs) I'm sure that the hyper fan that came from TOS into TNG was like, Oh, I know where this is going. I know what's happening. (laughs) But for me, I was like, what what the fuck are we talking about? Uh And I guess it's that woman that was in... The little shifty, the, the cold room, in was the that where they yeah, were? Yeah, yeah. Sh- I didn't know that was the shower. I thought it was no, like a lift not. or something. No. So to me, that reference was super out of left field. And mm-hmm. then it also felt like, <laughs> it's just so random. Just abusing hey, data. Just putting random words together. Like, what a fun afternoon. I'm bored. I think I'm going to just give data a new search <laughs> field today. Like, instead of putting him to work, finding the cure or finding people, it's like, hey, Google, can you? No. 
you actually activated Google, I didn't, didn't set you? Off, I didn't set off his Google. Gotta be careful in yeah, these times. Don't say that. Hey, Data, can you do this for me? Like using yeah. him as his Google device. Like another yeah. random one would be a time that somebody put a shoe in a book. Just weird two yeah. things that don't go like, that are still so vague that data's so just going to be doing to this for a hot, for. hot minute and then of course it was very convenient that he said oh yeah it was history uh i think it was looking up the enterprise you know so we got there what about you what did i have i think we would have done a massive um when wesley has his like voice recorder thing where picard he can like pretend that picard is giving him orders we would just cut in a massive no yeah, absolutely. You fucking nerd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think I would send the moment where Data is just rapid fire putting chips in. Because technically, yes, he's doing it faster. But couldn't we also help? I mean, we're all about to die. Yeah. If you, so, so couldn't yes. a couple humans just be like, okay, I can do this one. And just with a little bit of Six effort, of them are just watching. <laughs> They're all just watching. They're just literally looking at the, the viewer, <laughs> getting closer, looking over at Data, who's just whistling and just shoving him in there. And Wesley's trying to do something, but nobody thinks to themselves, I, I can help. Not even the chief engineer, who isn't infected yeah. at all. Or if I enjoy the ship. Something. Yeah. Why aren't we leaving? Yeah. Get off no. the damn ship. But it's yeah. you. <laughs> I guess because people are drunk and they're not as interested in getting into the pods or Mm -hmm. something. Well, my brain went, couldn't you organize the chips on the floor? So even if you can't get them in as quick as data, start ordering them like A1, AB, A3, A4, however ordered they are. So then data doesn't have to pick it up, think about where it goes and put it in. He's just like... Yeah. And I did think about getting in the way. You know, you're like slowing down. But if you just take one at a time. One that you know he isn't reaching for. Yeah. Something. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, The episode opens with Captain's Log. We are running at warp seven. You are not. And it's just like this show is going so fucking slow. Like this happens a lot in the opening seasons where the stars aren't going by. They clearly aren't at warp. It's like we are heading at maximum speed. You are not. You are at impulse. No. Nerd. Yeah, now we would nerd you for that yeah. one. So that'd nerd be kind of a fun one. For that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a lot about physics. I'm just gonna be honest. Fair. Full disclosure. I'm not a scientist. I'm not even really clever most of the time. Yeah. You know, kind of boring in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that the big clunk of rock, once it hit the ship, would change its trajectory. A little bit, I think. And if yeah, it didn't, I, I mean, yeah, I want, I want information. I want, I want a little bit more because it just seemed like it just went directly through it, and maybe it's so big it just was gonna go directly through it. I don't know. Have you ever played pool? And I know you have because we've played pool together. Yeah, I've played pool. And how tricky is it to kind of hit the cue ball and make a long pot? Not that hard. It's tricky. It's pretty difficult. This is why I won it. Anyway, the analogy (laughs) that I'm getting at is what are the odds of that chunk of sun being on a perfect collision course for the Enterprise? (laughs) I wouldn't believe my luck. I'm like, wait, but we're tiny compared to a sun. How is it going to hit us? Yeah, no, it's just on a course immediately for us. It just locked in and said, fuck that ship. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was all kinds of fucked up for many reasons. Do you have another one? I do. Um, How does Data catch it? 
I, 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 the, there is no, it's got to be placebo. He's just got to be thinking that he's drunk, mm-hmm. but then the hypo spray works on him. So is it all placebo? I don't know how the android got drunk. Just because he has fluids in him. I don't My know. My first instinct was that he wasn't actually drunk. He was just on a sex high. And that too, but I still have questions about that. He doesn't have emotions. Why is he getting horny? I don't think he was horny. I think he was proud. I didn't know. He kind of seemed horny when he saw Tasha in the dress. He kind of did a little gulp. I think he was emulating. Like, he was mimicking. Okay. You know? That's true. But yes, that's my interpretation of it. That's fair. That's fair. But as you said early on, they didn't actually have sex anyway, so it doesn't matter. No, they they did. I'm sorry. They did. They absolutely did. (laughs) I like the idea that the Enterprise has a shop. Tasha mentions that she's like, you know what? You don't really have what I'm looking for anyway, Troy. I've just come into your quarters, shopped your closet, and you don't really have what I'm looking for. So, but you know what? The ship's clothing store will. And I just thought that everything had a replicator. I thought that you could just like basically tell it a pattern and it would just pfft it out. Yeah. No, ship stores. They were still trying to figure out some of that, I think. They hadn't quite got rid of all of the capitalism out of it just yet. Um, worst assistant chief engineer ever before he's drunk. Wesley's like, it's all right, go to the bridge. I'll give you a call if anything goes wrong. A civilian 17 year old. Uh How are you leaving him in charge? How Mm -hmm. did that happen? Mm -hmm. How is that okay? No wonder we never see this guy again. He's fired. Yeah, that was bad. move. That was bad. Do we ever see him again? No, never see him again. This is why. He gets put off the ship, 100%. This is Same it. with this the is... chief engineer. Like she is chief engineer. Like she's the first one that we see. But I think there are like three more that follow her before we get to Geordie. <laughs> it's amazing. Really? That's so crazy. Yeah, they just didn't decide on a chief engineer yet. I I mean I guess that's true. And let this be a lesson to us all that sometimes you can just get started and figure it out as you go, and that's fine. TNG is a great example of that. Um, I really. It's hard to want to send this scene for a couple of reasons, but I'm going to feel safe. I'm in a safe space, right? You are. You're in a safe space. You can do this. Thanks. Thanks, podcast listeners. Thank you. I just, how how would I go about sending Tasha talking about her trauma before attracting an android? I just. It is an interesting choice, isn't it? I understand. And maybe she's just that bold of a woman who, before she has sex, she lets her sexual partner know that she has sex trauma mm-hmm. and this is how she wants it. And I actually respect that. I fucking respect that. That I, That's not so much of a sin for me. As, But it just, I don't know, it felt really... I think in, a, it's, in a TNG episode, it yes. almost felt like a joke more than yeah. the gravity that I feel like it actually Context is. Context matters. So this, for me, it feels odd because, yeah, in and of itself, it's like you deal with your trauma how you want to deal with it maybe yeah you're open and honest about it maybe that is what you want no, there is no right way to react but in the context of this goofy tv show that's on yeah. daytime not daytime tv but it's in like the evenings like it is very strange to go from drunk to rape gang to hey this mechanical dildo is going to do nice things to me like the context I, yeah. does make it feel strange and it is it felt like i'm going to use this data character as a sex partner because he's going to do what i want and i'm gonna and and part of me this is where in my mind i was thinking are are we talking about just being drunk here are we talking about being like part of your mind is messed up because 
even in drunk thinking, I I don't know, maybe just drunk people really no, do. No, some drunk people do just, just do dumb things. crazy shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's all it, you can tie it back into just being disinhibited and just open about everything. So it's it's a tricky one. I think in all honesty, we probably wouldn't sin it, or the way we would sin it was this feels strange in my Star Trek episode or in my goofy Star Trek episode. Yeah, sure. I kind of wanted to stop and take a minute and be like, okay, so uh, Tasha Yar came from rape trauma, or she was able to escape. I think it's implied that she wasn't raped and escaped those gangs. She learned to stay alive and avoid the rape gangs and then Mm -hmm. was 15. So for 10 years, she apparently lived in this kind of like... Was a street rat. Yeah, which is part of the reason why I guess she's security because she can kick your fucking ass, which is great. Yeah, she fucking can. But I just, I want to give that more gravity. Yeah, I I don't know. I can't stop stop thinking about how... And it does get more gravity later on. But I, I just... How to me, I think that they wrote that as a throwaway moment without realizing how kind of incredible it is. And I don't mean to make anybody uncomfortable, but if you've had sexual trauma, to be able to be that bold about what you need from somebody and Mm -hmm. figure it out, like that's really, um, that's a lot. Yeah, that's not even something that I see in movies that are more serious or TV Mm -hmm. shows. I you just you don't see that addressed. So for it to just be like randomly part of a conversation where Tasha's coming on to data i just did not see that i didn't see that but happening. you're right it is in a different context it's empowering it's a unique viewpoint that we haven't seen before but yeah in this moment it feels icky it feels strange I agree. Yeah. and it also feels really strange for data too like well yeah because the idea is that he's the sober friend yeah he's the sober friend that's taking advantage of the drunk friend or he or she, she's following he's following orders he's following and, order i know, uh-huh, I know. which is also icky uh-huh. Either everything way, in this, everything in this yeah. episode has a bit of ick in that way, like mm-hmm. eh. which I yeah. guess is if if data is inebriated, then it kind of makes it better because he was under the influence too and wasn't taken advantage of. But and how how heartbreaking was it? I would absolutely sin when Tasha's just like that never happened, like a total bitch. That hurts. That That's was sad. Dumb. I didn't like that. Yeah, that one stings a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof. anyway that's pretty much what did i what else did i have oh just how easy it was for wesley to take over the ship oh my god <laughs> like one track one force field and he is in command of the ship now it's it is it shouldn't happen why didn't they cut through one of the windows one of the doors using a phaser like that force field doesn't in case it's just that gap like there's got to be a way to dig into him Mm-hmm. beam him out i don't there know there was a there was a comment earlier too about uh did was wesley's action is that what led to there being passwords <laughs> yeah <laughs> because it's just voice <laughs> activation at this point there's yeah. no there's no password so maybe wesley doing that required an entire change in starfleet so i did think about that during the episode but but, but he doesn't so he announces that he's in command of the ship but all he does is disable it and like he reroutes some commands and i I think all of the issues are coming from those chips being on the floor it's not that he took control anything he just switched everything off i think that's what he managed to do which he shouldn't be able to do such a butt that cabinet should have a password he's such a butt he's such a butt such a butt i don't have much more well i don't have anything more i think that's it yeah yeah well 
Man, what an episode. I um it it's deeper than it seems on the surface in a lot of ways. Um and I yeah, I I love that that was where we jumped back into TNG. Um <laughs> after after Picard. Man, I'm tempted to do episode 4, which is Code of Honor, but we will not be doing that one for many many reasons. It is one of the most controversial episodes uh of star trek ever made um and we will not be tackling it just yet so we're gonna dip back into the episode thread on um the discord on twitter by email and we're gonna pick out um one that you guys have picked that you really really want us to cover so this is gonna be submitted (laughs) by the fans so to see the the episode that you want the ambassador to see um and yeah that's that's okay. what we're going to be doing next week. Well, I feel like I should say on behalf of the live chat, thank you for not doing episode four because there was a very negative reaction to that one in the chat. Well, I shouldn't say negative. I should say that it's very controversial. It's confirmed yeah. in chat. And there are some people saying that they wouldn't even watch it if it was on the docket. So let's just not do it. Agreed. Totally agreed. agreed. It's, Can we do a tough. Worf episode? I want to see more Worf. Okay, let's do it. Let's do a Worf episode. Okay, so your suggestions. If you have a favorite Worf episode, I would love to know about it because I'm really wanting to see more Worf these days. I love awesome. the data episodes, um, but... Uh, and I don't want to see his kid. I don't want to see kid oh, episodes. Nobody wants to see Alexander. Nobody, nobody. wants that. <laughs> Wolf, Wolf doesn't want to see his kid. <laughs> oh, Wolf shit. wants nothing to do with those episodes either. Don't worry. Uh, question in the chat is, can we p- pick Deep Space Nine Wharf episodes? And I would say yes, but that's not up to me. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Why the fuck not? He has some great episodes in, um, in DS9. Um, and uh, we did a little run on DS9 off the I show. I haven't seen much DS9, so no. I'm very interested in that in that space because I feel like there's going to be just from a a learning perspective. There's a there's so much that happens in Deep Space Nine I don't know about, I don't understand. So I feel yeah. like there could be some interesting conversations in Deep Space Nine because mm. we haven't poked over there. So oh, I love that idea. That's great. Okay, cool. We're just deciding this live. This is amazing. That's great. Um, and and Deep Space Nine is where we really get wide in the lore. Like, this is where we learn the politics of Star Trek, the, how the different species are interacting. We get so much Star Trek lore from Deep Space Nine. I love it. Cool. All right. Well, until then, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for joining us live, if you did so, on YouTube Live and on Twitch. Um, and we'll let you know what episode we're covering on Discord, on Twitter, out and about in the world. Until next time, I'm Ian, and I'm going to go and find out how many technical books I've been written up in. And I'm going to say, if you prick me, do I not leak? <laughs> Live long and Pogba. <laughs> There once was a woman from Venus. Thanks for listening. Want to connect with the show? Our hailing frequencies are always open through captainspod at cinemasins.com. Like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice, and be sure to visit cinemasins.com. I feel like if I smile, I'm going to have nothing but stuff in my teeth because I sprinkled a um, hard-boiled egg with a everything bagel topping. Nice. I bet that's yeah, really so yummy. It's super yummy, but it's like all these tiny little bits and pieces yeah. of, of, and so I'm like, and it's like, I'm just waiting to be like, <laughs> well, fortunately, we don't do a live show. Oh, wait. For a little while. Yes, we do. <laughs> Are you all right there? You're fucking all right. No, I'm still not over Shelby getting shot. Who's Shelby? Oh, um, Admiral Shelby, who was in command of the USS Enterprise F, and she got shot in the, in the penultimate episode. 
Oh, the gut shot? Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. While she was in her chair. But Terry yeah. Natalis has said she's not dead. Like, just like he did with Elnor. Like, I'm like, so why are you putting this shit on screen? And then after the fact saying, yeah, no, no one died. It's fine. That seems unlikely. It was right? two gut shots to the stomach. If she survived, Shaw one, should have survived. Right? One to the chest, one to the stomach. I'm just like, man, she dead. She dead, fool. She dead. She all of the dead. She's fucking dead. She's fucking dead. I have got three ships on the way. Oh, update to last week's podcast, in case you're not on the in the sync cord. I did get to the Master Replica um, website drop in time. I'm sure you're all super invested and care about that. And I got the three ships that I wanted to buy. Yay, that's I cool. I did it. And, you did it. And one of them is the Strange New Worlds Enterprise, which is so pretty. It's so pretty. So pretty. I don't have anything cool that I bought. I have been looking at those Starfleet boots that were on that custom web, like the website that has really expensive shoes. Yeah, the $400 they make, ones. They make really unique shoes. Yeah. And they had those Starfleet boots. Um, yeah, I got please. an email from them this morning, mm-hmm. and it was this very clever... Um, they're doing a contest. Any shoe that is purchased mm-hmm. for like a month, a little over a month, will put you into a drawing to win shoes from this company for a decade. So it's okay. like okay. a chance okay. to get more interesting shoes for the next 10 years. Or and they're very unique. They're like yeah. the kind of shoe you would see worn by a character in a movie mm-hmm. because they're or a very show said bright. In the future. Yeah, they're really very different style shoes. Um, and I I do love them. And I did look at them all going, is this my style? I'm more of a, I'm going to slide on my Birkenstocks today. <laughs> <laughs> nope. um, no and Birkenstocks these are, on the bridge. These are shoes that when you wear them, people think, wow, that person has character. That, that person <laughs> is high class. Mm-hmm. Crazy about a shop, just man. I mean, ZZ Top said it. ZZ Top. I do have a question about uh, about Wesley. He had a line that I was confused by, and I wanted to get your opinion on it because he says it pretty early on, and I wrote it down. So hold on while I find it. This is the fun part of seeing the live show. Here's another note while I'm just going through my notes. The quote from um, LaForge's, I've never seen a rainbow. And I just mm. went, a reading rainbow. <laughs> it's got to be deliberate, hasn't it? <laughs> it has to be. It has to be deliberate. <laughs> reading rainbow. I can do anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. That's amazing. A reading rainbow. I just, I loved that show. Sarah says, let's talk about fashion, y'all. Tasha's outfit, disgust. Listen, Tasha's outfit distracted me. I Mm -hmm. usually look at Tasha's face. This time I found myself wondering how high up she decides to shave her pubic hair. And that's just how the design of that torso part was 
fucking awesome. And then she turns around and she's like, let me show you my goddamn beautiful back, bitch. And she took data and she fucked him and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah it was. I want that. I want that outfit. It's a good outfit. My body would look very different in that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> take my goddess mom shape and just shove it in Tasha's outfit and just be like, you know what? It's a little different. This outfit needs to be cosplayed when we go to the convention. Yes, by me. By someone. Yeah, yes. you would do great at it. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. For it. I like it. I like it. What's that? What's that one called? That's one piece, the onesie? The scant? The scant. I want to wear mm -hmm. the scant to a convention. Or Riker's open chest thing in Angel One. Remember the one that the queen of the planet dresses him up oh, in? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I went immediately, when you said open chest, it was Picard in his riding out, the, oh, whenever he went on vacation, yeah. when he was the, on, the, on the ship that day. Yeah, that was a fucking oh, cool episode. No, 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 sorry. You mean Starship Mine, where he has to home alone the ship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's he's like that open shirt. I was like, yeah. damn, I'm attracted hey. to that man. Hey, Harry just yeah i kind of love that the chat is all for the scant and i feel like we're gonna have to all have some sort of cinemason star trek yeah. convention where it's just scants only this is the uniform of this enterprise we found it it's <gasps> bringing the scan back it's the scanterprise i'm bringing scanty back <laughs> <laughs> my little leggies don't know how to act Sometimes you read through the, the chat really, really quickly and Slam just said, good time for me to go put clothes in the dryer. I read that as good time to put clothes in the air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. A very nutritious <laughs> snack work. in the That'll afternoon. Work. Come on. Just crisped up clothing bits. Under things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Link says, question, how do you guys feel about Picard season three a week after it's been over? Mm, great question. I want you to go first on this one. I miss Worf. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I miss the Enterprise D. I feel like I feel like they hit a stride that I wanted them to keep going with. Like I don't know if they would have been able to sustain a TNG season where they're all doing things together, but I felt like it was revving up for something yeah. really magical that we missed out on because we did so much with other characters which made sense in the universe. They had to get on an existing ship. They had to have an existing crew. They had to have some reason for all of these people to reunite from all these different corners of their world. And they took most of the season to do that. And then we get to the point where I'm like, fuck yeah, oh, we're done. Uh, and so <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. I am sad. I'm sad because I'm never going to see that again. And it bums mm -hmm. me the fuck out. And I don't know if you guys could tell, but last week I was almost crying during mm -hmm. the show because seeing those characters is really emotional and awesome and i just don't i won't get to do it again and i feel like we were so close to having more and i don't know how we could have gotten that i'm sure it was budgetary restrictions like it's got to be so expensive <sighs> to pay all these actors to get their butts in the seats so i'm sure it is i'm sure um, that's what it was but yeah i miss wharf i want to i want to see more of the characters that i really love for me it's so tricky there are some moments that I love as a whole season. It still didn't hold together for me. The first four to five episodes, I think, are outstanding. Not as a TNG show, but as a Star Trek miniseries where you have the 
trike in the wormhole all of that start to finish if we could have wrapped that up in five great it falls off for me and the more i think about it the more the changelings make less and less sense and we're just a red herring to hide the borg and we get some incredible jaw-dropping stuff in the finale with the d and with everybody on the bridge i just wish we could have had six episodes of them i don't care how contrived it would have been six episodes of them on the enterprise having a bit of more of a swan song and i know it's i know it's hard but i feel like the thing we wanted we still didn't get so i think picard will always be a little little bit disappointing Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you have these incredibly passionate storytellers that created something that they're really proud of and that they're excited to give to us and i'm excited to to try it out it felt like returning to a very familiar place like um from my childhood so maybe like a restaurant that you love from your youth or a place you used to visit with your family and it's changed but it still has those those beautiful notes so if it is a restaurant as an example there's a dish that you used to get and when you have in front of you're like oh this is made different now this isn't how i remembered it being the recipe has slightly changed with time and that's all right right. it happens it's a good metaphor for it Sarah says, I asked Terry Metallis where Lars is on Twitter, but he ignored me. God Keep damn asking. it. Mobilize. God Captain's damn it. Pod Terry, listeners. come on. Captain's, <laughs> pod, Captain's Pod listeners that are on Twitter, mobilize. Cameron says, when I think about how much they could have gotten wrong and how many moments felt amazing and memorable, I can't say there's even a little disappointment. Just some notes maybe, but I think it was amazing. That's good. And I think that's a good point too, is that there was a lot of yeah. fun stuff in there. No, I agree. There really was. Lloydy says the Shaw that died is a changeling. Human Shaw will be found tied up in a locker ready for his own series. Fuck yeah, Lloydy. Yes. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Let's fucking go. I hope so. Genuinely. I fucking hope so. This is the only hope I have. God damn it. That was so good. Sarah says also between Data, Spock, Trip, Elnor, Shaw, and Hemmer. I decided <laughs> I'm not going to love anyone anymore. I can't take the pain. <laughs> oh, Sarah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wida says Beverly and Picard are that one couple who everyone thinks could be great together, but they are terrible for each other and blow up over and over and finally just know it's better to be friends. God damn it, Wida, you're right. This is (laughs) so true about relationships. I feel this in my soul. I love this comment because Mm -hmm. we do try to put characters together and we also try to do this in real life too. Um, And you just, does it work? It doesn't work all the time. Let them be friends. Mm Mm-hmm. They, they can Sometimes they can love best. each other and have affection for each other and be friends. Cameron says chief engineer took a while because Roddenberry didn't want ship problems to be a major driver. Everything was basically automated, so they didn't have chief engineer as a featured role. That's or, really cool. So I read. That makes a lot of sense because a lot of the TOS episodes was Scotty, we need engines. Captain, I can't do it. <laughs> that <laughs> I was a do lot. It. Yeah. A lot of TOS was that. Yeah, I bet. I mean. I think if you read this and remember it, it makes so much sense. It really does. I love all the fucking teen. I, I love the fucking nerds in the chat. I fucking love them. I fucking love you nerds. From Link. Question. Do you think we're going to get any Star Trek that takes place in the 25th century? I think it's inevitable. Um, so this would be immediately after Picard. Um, I mean, you saw an article yesterday that said the, the fan petition for Star Trek quote unquote legacy um has outweighed the fan petition for star trek pike which turned into strange new worlds now correlation doesn't equal causation like they may have already had strange new worlds planned when they introduced anson mount in season two of discovery that may have already been in the works 
and it had nothing to do with the fan petition. But Tori and everyone has said the best way to do it is to watch more Picard. Um, and I, uh, I, if if Star Trek continues on TV, eventually we will be in the twenty four hundreds. Eventually that will happen. It's just what form it takes. But yes, eventually in the next ten years, I think we will. And there you go. Here's an amazing comment from Sarah earlier. It says, I know that you ain't supposed to stick Q-tips in your ears, but it makes a funny sound and I like it. You know what? <laughs> Q-tips You are do terrible. you, Sarah. Just be careful, right? We should not just make, be careful. We should not make Q-tips anymore. We shouldn't. I don't agree. Okay. <laughs> I think we should just be careful with the Q-tips that we have. Fair. Earlier in the show, we were talking about the mission of our show was to go through Picard, which we did. And then we started Strange New Worlds. We've gone into TNG. And Weta wants to remind us that until I have watched every single episode, that I being Danae, until Danae has seen every single episode, the mission is not accomplished. Seems fair. <laughs> Seems fair. And considering they're making more content than we oh, can shit. do podcasts on, fuck. Because we aren't fucked. even doing Prodigy. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. A really important question from earlier from Link. Ian, which drunk are you? And now the options, I believe, were oh my a goodness. variety. There's the sad drunk. There's the highly intellectual drunk. There's the child child play drunk. The depressed drunk. That yeah, that sad one. Yeah. The drunks that just fuck each other whenever they're drunk. Fuck drunk. Um, yep. So this this inspired some stuff um, in in the chat. Sarah said Ian wants to get a PhD or hates everyone. That would be given the evidence. Solid, solid prediction. Um, Ian uh, Slab says Ian seems to be a hugger when he's drunk. <laughs> um, makes sense. I have hugged many people whilst drunk. I am, and this, I am the drunk that everybody says they are, but rarely actually is. But I actually am this drunk. I am the herder. I am the Overwatch. I oh, am the you're daddy the drunk. I'm the Riker. I'm the one that has somehow weirdly got a high tolerance and just keeps the shit together and keeps the boat going gets everyone home safe checks in on everyone kind of checks people that are being a bit too much um yeah unfortunately i have the least fun but it's also the most fun for me <laughs> being the control freak hello Okay, good. We're off to a strong start. 